I'm sucking a lemon. Every day I'm sucking a lemon. Every day I'm sucking a lemon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you intro song. <laughs> what? Well, that's that's everything in the right. It's right place by uh, Radiohead. Oh, is that one? That is, I, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, it totally is. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I think it's just because uh, you know, it's literally the reason we got together. Yeah, spoilers for this first track of this album, where we talk about, but or spoilers for the entire thing. Half the time, I didn't understand what the fuck he was going on about because I couldn't understand the word. Um, this morning I woke up sucking eleven. That's literally the lyrics. Anyway, like I've never heard you sound so despondent and sad to start off. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Um, it's us again. Um, yeah. Yes. And this week <laughs> we're talking about Kid A by Radiohead. Um, yeah. I don't know how I got into it so quick. We there's usually a lot of uh, yeah. um, what does Bruce Willis call it? Chuffer. Chuffer. <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful, the beautiful man that is Bruce Willis. Oh, well. Um. You notice that everyone's given up on him now. Just as well, really. It's about time, right? Looper was fine. Um, yeah, but um, who was Batman from that recently? We hate movies. Really? Jupin was saying that he can't stand it because of his performance. But I thought that was one of those rare good performances. Yeah, it was Along fine. with same year as Moonrise Kingdom, so, you know, yeah, I don't want too much. Can, he doesn't really try that often, these mm-hmm. days. So when he actually does, he, he does nail it. And yeah, yeah, those two are great, and... And I'm, I've never been a huge fan of his, so mm. for me to like him in something, <laughs> it's kind of, yeah. um, How, Sorry, no. you you weren't a fan of Bruce Willis in the 80s and 90s when it mattered. Couldn't be done, though. Not even in, like, Die Hard. Hardly watched Die Hard. Not even in Death Becomes Her. <laughs> I, I can thankfully say I have never watched that. I've seen clips of it, and enough to get the gist to know that I don't need to see anymore. Oh, not in um, Blind Date with Kim Messenger. Blind Date, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, that's sorry. I would, you know, I would, I would, uh, if Adam Buxton could uh, <laughs> say that throughout the film, <laughs> I would just pop up and say, Blind Date, <laughs> I would, oh, his, I saw Black Dice. Just pop his head out of He never did do a, a tribute to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Queen's speech has forever been ruined. It's like, oh. mm. I apologise if you hear me uh, sipping coffee occasionally, but we know know I have a for nothing (laughs) to to our our fifty listeners for nothing. I still feel like we don't have many listeners, and I'm pretty sure at least half of them are you downloading it over and over again. (laughs) Download it over. I download it once on my phone, Uh and maybe once on the iPad. Okay. Depending on which one I want to listen to it on. No, no, no. I, 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 don't get me wrong. I don't think you download it 25 times. No. <laughs> to 30. I, I think uh, when I last looked at the stats, last week... Oh, as of recording this, last week would have been Robin Thick. Yeah. Yeah. We had uh, like 85 listens. Right, like okay. on Podbean. Yeah. Because you can't tell how it's gone anywhere else. Yeah. And, but here's this how many followers do we have on Podbean none none <laughs> <laughs> how many people do we follow on Podbean none, none. why because 
I really think when we chose our platform, we chose Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a case of this is the first one we find it'll do. Because I couldn't tell you any other. No, no, there's that lip, lip, lips, and you see that quite a lot. Because I, I don't download through iTunes, I download through RSS feeds. Uh, um, so you, you know. It's in the RSS feeds! <laughs> okay. Still the, the, the most upsetting sentence from the film Man of Steel. How? Anyway. So, this was, was this your pick or was it my This is obviously my pick. But also, it's a, it's almost uh, because I'm poor, my uh, wedding present to Ryan. Because really, it was Ryan's pick. Oh. His accidental pick. We were talking about Radiohead, and he, because uh, I love you, Ryan, but you did say that I think this will be quoted. I think OK Computer is the best album of all time. To which I pointed out, no one's going to fight you on that. Everyone says that. <laughs> it's barely an opinion anymore. Well, so is this is this one going to come out on thirtieth? Literally coming out at the end of the month for the wedding. Well, he's not going to listen to it on the day. Um, unless things go drastically wrong, but <laughs> happy wedding. I wanted to listen uh, to it on the uh, on the honeymoon. I on want the, on them wedding night to sack their DJ and just, <laughs> and just play this while we sit in the corner looking smug. <laughs> <laughs> smug, ashamed, maybe. Nah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> it's not every day you ruin someone's wedding. So. <laughs> <laughs> fly away for their honeymoon they can take a near buddy each and sit and, and listen to this are they flying away for their honeymoon or are they just going home and therefore flying to Dublin uh, they aren't going somewhere in their honeymoon huh? but I can't remember where that's why they don't want presents they just want to give you us to give them money I don't have any money Ryan you yeah. know me that's why you've got this podcast <laughs> this free to all podcast <laughs> yeah. and I live in abject poverty Apart from I did buy a relatively expensive record this month in, in, in exchange for no food. <laughs> <laughs> it is beautiful. In part. Um, <laughs> I have my issues with it. <laughs> we'll get to that. But it was, I, I don't think it was limited, but considering I bought it on Monday, I looked at how much it's now going for on Amazon, it's mm. pretty much doubled. Ooh. And it's not a week gone. <laughs> Dear me. Anyway. Yes. Um, so yeah, so the album. Yeah. We haven't even mentioned well we technically Well we, we technically we did, mentioned right? it really Oh yeah, I never good. even got let's backtrack. So Ryan says Okay Computer's the best album of all time and I was like you know, it doesn't fair no. enough. And then he said, you know, clo- I think he said closely followed by Kid A to which I never listened. I shockingly never listened to it. But uh, I prefer in Rainbows because that's how innocuous that conversation was. Yeah. Uh, but it got me thinking when we started doing this that was the free one that I downloaded and never listened to because it was free and I was like yeah I'll get it you're a fool I will say as I always call it my liquid sort of top 25 it's in my top 5 is definitely in rainbows oh well so will I move on to the reviews of it oh we still haven't mentioned the fucking name of the album oh yeah so (laughs) no I don't no 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 so yes Kid A by Radiohead okay uh, because it meets the criteria that we neither of us have listened to it somehow still don't understand how in 15 no. years I've never you know what for transparency reasons I think back in 2000 I tried to listen to it and went 
Don't want to well, I, gave up. <laughs> I don't know the exact date it was released in October, but it was released in October 2000. So we might actually be coincidentally doing this on the anniversary of its release. It's like the 15th anniversary. Yeah, that'd be weird. It's like we planned it. Mm. Well, we're actually planned. It's almost as if we're haunted but, by Tom York. But <laughs> <laughs> not only... No, I mean it's always coincidental it's coming out on the, the end of the month for Ryan's uh, yeah. you know, to get back to Ryan fuck spooky some sort of no never mind um, yeah, so it's almost like tech technology is taking control yeah and fate oh. fate and technology have become combined um, if uh, Clive Castle wants to take that idea and run with it he can so fine yeah. Um, <laughs> he can then have a cameo in the book maybe as an IT man called Clive Castler. <laughs> have you never had a, read a Clive Castler book? no he cameos like Hitchcock in all his own books in his books in his books there's one book right my sister had she was reading it on holiday and I started reading it and it was pants on a bike it was awful right <laughs> right but at the end right the hero there's a knock at his door he answers it, and there's a man standing there, and the man says, Hi, I'm novelist Clive Custler. I hear you have a wonderful collection of motorbikes. It's not, like, like it's not that there's just a character called Clive Custler. He's a novelist. <laughs> In this one, yeah. Oh. When, I, when I brought this up to my sister, she went, Oh, he's in all the books. <laughs> There's other ones where you just there's a knock at the door and it's like, Hi, I'm the plumber you called, Clive Custer. I'm, I'm also a novelist. Show me to the sink. I'm the pizza delivery boy. Like Clive Custler. Yes. You're 70 years old. Yeah, but you yeah. never become a man. Here's your pizza. I'm just doing this job to work through college where I'm going to become a novelist. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the tip. Enjoy your pizza. Good day, sir. <laughs> Good day to you. <laughs> <laughs> you have striking bone structure one day I will write about you and maybe this exact moment <laughs> maybe in my book you will be the pizza boy my god how crazy would that be it's actually like his life is like adaptation and he's just just really excited <laughs> so anyway can I <laughs> um, so the reviews let's see Metacritic 80 out of 100 it's a four out of five. <laughs> all music. All music. Five stars. Yeah. Rolling Stone, four stars. Okay. But the Rolling Stone album guide, five stars. It's been reassessed. Spin, okay. nine out of ten. Pitchfork. Personal favourite. Ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. I think that must have been for the reissue. I don't a- think it was initially that. AV Club, A. So not AV. <laughs> or even A. <laughs> I'm trying to think what's the opposite of V and when I can't stop talking. A N. <laughs> Entertainment Weekly, B. And The Village Voice gave it an A minus. Okay. Well, obviously, not obviously, but best ever albums, which I practically live on, well, um, is the best album of the 2000s. Well, I have a list here of the accolades that this album has won mm-hmm. uh, well it's won a Grammy for best alternative album it's definitely alternative um, in 2012 Rolling Stone ranked Kid A as the 67th greatest album of all time 67th as well as the number one best album of the decade mm-hmm. Pitchfork also voted it the best album of the 2000s mm-hmm. 
Spin ranked at 48th best album of the last 20 years. Oh. NME ranked at the 65th greatest British album ever. Ever, I believe. Sorry, wait, wait, how many? How high? 65th. Doesn't even matter once you're not in the top 50. Yeah. You're fucking pathetic, Radiohead. Mojo ranked at 7th greatest album of our lifetime, brackets 1993 to 2006. Okay. Um, uh, I will... <clears throat> what, what was that rating? Seventh. That's... I, I almost want to look that article up because I got a horrible feeling that OK Computer yet again will still <laughs> be number one. Uh, Time magazine, Time magazine named it as one of the best albums of all time, saying it's the weirdest album to ever sell a million copies. It's fair dues, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was number one in the UK, US, Canada, Ireland, New Zealand, and France, and only was number two in Australia. Yeah, but, yes. you know, they didn't even buy 50 yeah. copies of Robin Thicke, so yeah, well. they, they're, they're probably all into piracy. <laughs> That's why those download laws are crazy over there. Uh, Can't download shit. Yeah. Um, and it went platinum in the UK in its first week, but in its first day it sold 55,000. That's quite a lot as well. Yeah, it's not, but that's nearby. That's before digital downloads, right? 55,000 people had to leave their house. Yeah. Yeah. Is it before Amazon, Cues, even? Cues in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> I've only ever done that twice, and it was neither for. And that just happened because I was walking past. I was walking past Virgin, as it was then called, yeah. um, and they opened at midnight to set uh, to sell Manic Street Preachers. Uh, 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 not a good one. Um, <laughs> the one that if you tolerate this, then your children will be next. Was on. Oh, okay. I've gone out somewhere, but I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, opened at midnight to sell it. And I happened to be walking past with a kebab drunk. I went, I can buy more things! Because <laughs> that's why you buy kebabs when you're yeah. drunk. It would have been a kebab. Well, in the queue for that, though, really? What? There was like 50 people there. For Manic Street Preachers? Yeah, like, yeah. Why? Well, no offence, why would you open for the Manic Street Preachers? Well, yeah. Was, <laughs> well, because people told you they'd queue and you go, fuck it. No, I think they must have. Now, it's all come together so clear all of a sudden. They must have had some sort of thing going with Virgin, because they no, were. Because no. uh, when I was at V ninety eight, would have been V ninety eight. V ninety. I went to too many of these. No, I'm, I'm guessing this about ninety eight. When I went to V ninety eight uh, on the big screen, whenever a band was setting up, they pretty much played a Manic Street Preachers track off that album. Mm. They're trying to guess. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where are they now? Very good question, but I'm pretty sure they only released an album earlier this year or last year. Oh, well, didn't do very well then. If, no, if, if as the Svengali, you would not know, obviously. So. <laughs> well, hear about it or something. No, no, no. Um, I mean, let's look at this, right? I've got behind on my music listening this year, mostly because we've been listening to shit. Yeah, true. I mean, we are we're now. 14, 15 weeks deep, so I spent a third of the year listening to <laughs> and I And I have never listened to so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yes, yeah, so no singles from this album. No, they, they didn't believe in it. Because they went, fuck that. Um, <laughs> and that's fine. Mm-hmm. <sighs> right, so right. we get this up, because we've got to get the track one. Oh, we're, we're straight here. Okay, cool. Um, I don't know how loud this is going to be, so it could... Oh, of... <coughs> just before we get onto this bit, or maybe we can integrate it, I don't know. Because there, there's a whole story about how 
Did you read any of the story about how this album was made? It was just basically them, well... I, 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 he I got writer's block or some shit. He then... got writer's block and started suffering from like insane panic attacks. And I understand that because everyone, when it came out, said OK Computer was the best album ever made. Mm-hmm. And they're still saying it. So they might not be wrong. And he had to make a follow-up to the best thing <laughs> ever made. <laughs> And so part of me almost thinks that he intentionally tried to make the worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not even a hint, because uh, I'm, I'm not giving nothing away right now. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. Um, but yeah, it really feels, you know, he, they went in such a different direction just to escape the fact that they couldn't figure anything out almost. Yeah. It's so weird. Anyway, it's a very long and wonderful story on Wikipedia. And as we all know, Truth is on Wikipedia. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all, it's all true. It's only verified by various people in their bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So track one, everything in its right place. Yes. Oh, just as I say that, it shuts down. I don't. Oh, oh I'm done. All right. Boop. It's when the Stark started mixing in with biotechnology that I started getting upset. It's a loud. I might just, I'll skip forward a bit so we can get. But. Okay. I really want you to take all of this because you really seem so upset by the whole oh, adventure. Oh. <laughs> you want to see what first note was? What? Is and there's like a note from my first listen to this album. Uh-huh. And I went, this is exactly the kind of thing that you make me listen to. And then you sit across the room while it's playing, looking at me, kind of desperate for me to get the deeper meaning. <laughs> And I just sit here panicking, going, I don't know what he wants me to say. <laughs> because I'm sitting listening to this going, oh, what? No. And then wrong, on further listens, I did kind of end up liking that. But, it's... I have a feeling <clears throat> that you start to like music because of Stockholm Syndrome. Like. Well, I'm, 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 I'm swans. That was kind of... Yeah. He might as well have been barricading my house, big speakers, blasting it in. <laughs> and I kind of go, right, okay, I'm coming out. And I come out with glow sticks in my hands. Yeah. Glow sticks! That's, that, if Michael Gera says anything to me, it's that he's going to have a rave. <laughs> well, I don't know. 65 year old Michael Gera. But I, I'm hinting that, that although I kind of like it, I completely misunderstood. <laughs> like, yeah, that was great. What the fuck? He's listening to this wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, the only other thing I learned about this one from looking at the Wikipedia as well is that uh, they were saying that Tom York wanted to release this as a single. No. <laughs> Even I, I mean, knowing very little about music, I think that's a tremendously bad idea. And that 
people wouldn't get it. They wouldn't work as a single, I don't think. No. I don't know, because when you... It's one of these albums... This is an album where you go, what are the standout tracks? And then stand around making the face uh, that Robin uh, Turney did in uh, Empire Records every time she was trying to deny something, which is to uh, inflate your cheeks by expelling air quickly while looking away. from Radiohead but how'd you never listen to any Radiohead okay computer okay which I thought was fine but apparently everyone else thinks I'm an idiot well no I don't think that I think that when you review something as being fine that's like six stars because every recommendation you've ever given on this podcast (laughs) has been fine nothing's actually you've never enjoyed anything for a spent gully you've got a very strong it's not what I do you've got a very strong palate it must be said it takes a lot to get through. But yeah, it's... Yeah. If, you're, if you're not a 30 seconds kind of... Uh, no, I was going to say sort of like... No, but if you can put something to like a, a tiny trailer music. I reckon you really like most trailer music when it's good. You know, <laughs> you know like like when uh, like wrestlers theme music. You know, like like an advert for... for oh no. You probably have your, your like a ringtone for... I'm loving it. Like the no, ah, no, you can mention wrestlers' music. Does this, someone have Kid A as their wrestler? No, well, this, this, um, this, for some reason, it makes me think of Bray Wyatt. And he comes down, the lights go down, it's like people wave about lights and stuff like lighter kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's all dark, and he walks in, and it's got a very, it's very similar to this. In that way. I understand. I'm going to go get my glow sticks. Yeah. <laughs> He's actually pretty good though. <laughs> yeah. as I, as I say this right now, uh, the reason I think I like Bray Wyatt is that he kind of reminds me of Raven. So there you go. The whole weird, weird sort of cult mentality thing he has with these people he wrestles with and stuff. It's great. Cult mentality? His old, Raven did the whole kind of Raven Swap thing. And, yeah, was, and Bray Wyatt kind of does the same thing. It's pretty cool. That's what I'm saying. It's just for him. It's his William Webb present talking about wrestling. He'll love I, don't, it. I don't know what to say. I don't. <laughs> it's a very swift 180 between uh, me, me pummeling you with music and you pummeling me with wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you wait until I get the Undertaker box set and make you watch it? That's a beautiful looking not, box set. I have not ordered it. Well, no. I, you've, I, got, I, you've got to have uh, limits in life. I, was, I don't think it's even made out of real wood. You know? No, no. It's a pity because it does look nice. But um, I was—I think I was looking at—I I didn't buy anything. I was good. I was looking at like, like the games that were on the Xbox One, that mm-hmm. and uh, Rock Band Four was released this week. I thought, well, look, I can't use my. That was really, quite under the radar. They yeah, really well, pushed it. I can't use the can. I can't use my stuff with it anyway. But I'll have a look, and suddenly got very tempted when I found out it had full Fish albums on it. And I'm like, I don't want that one because you can't really jam because. So the of Fish is supposed to be a jam band and you can't go off topic in a rock band, can you? Well, maybe they, they you know how you, like at the end you could do your drum fills. Uh, what if they did that with guitar? Just in the middle, you just, you just talk it. about... That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so as, soon, as soon as I looked at that, I just went, right, I need to close this page down because I'm going to end up again, buying this. Oh, your sister's 
How is that one of their best songs, right? And yet, lyrically, it is one of the worst songs ever written. <laughs> all, all their stuff lyrically is dog shit. It's so bad. I would like. No, we can't do that even next January. Wouldn't it be nice for like the month of January to do fish and tribute to Harris Wills? <laughs> Good, it's fine. There's, there's got to be plenty of records we haven't heard considering they release like a live record for every live show they do. See, I think, see, there's a thing that I don't think I'd like about it. I don't think I could listen to the live stuff all the time. I, and I know that the studio albums are technically terrible because you can hear all the lyrics. Mm. But I just think the live ones would just. I'd, we could, we could break know. the rules for Fish, right? If we were allowed to listen to an album we've heard before, because I've never really taken them in, I've no. listened to them all now. I say all. I listen to a chunk of studio albums trying to find something I like. I listen to pieces here and there. And yeah, yeah. Same, it, I think Farmhouse is the only thing that I've actually kept. Because mm-hmm. I didn't believe that before we got Apple Music, so I actually paid for Farmhouse. Yeah. And I just sort of sampled everything else, but I did pay for Farmhouse. One bet, you got that. <laughs> You gotta take it with it when you're moving forward. If you move forward, you're the move behind. No, you wanna move it behind. One back. <laughs> oh my god, the whole album just went into my mind. That last one. Oh, at once. <sighs> it's kind of like the Fish TV show with Abe Vigoda. Yeah. I don't even know That's what that right. means. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even entirely sure who he is. Uh, what is the, um, read a little book about Vlad the Impaler. All the <laughs> terrible lyrics are pouring in. Well, see, I thought, am I thinking that Abe Vigoda, wasn't that the really tall guy that was in uh, Cannibal Run as one of the gangster type things? I thought Abe Vigoda, I thought Abe Vigoda was the guy in uh, uh, Blame on Rio with Michael Gay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I I've really got no clue. Hold on. <laughs> oh, we need answers. This diversion is too intense. This early. Considering we are one song into this. You know, um, this is what happens when I don't keep an eye on a stopwatch. I have to sleep at some point as well. Also, that's uh, cool. You said you want to escape in the next hour or two. It's yeah, definitely not going to be a three-hour podcast. Three, it's going to be back at twelve because of. Um, that's the hospital point the mums would give him a lift to and I didn't take the car today mm. because oh, I don't want to pay for parking cool uh, so we have 90 minutes to finish a one hour podcast come on it's got to be possible we've done it every other week it is the guy I thought it was why would he be on a fish TV show yeah it's, it's that guy I see, but the only thing, he's been in obviously tons of stuff oh I know that guy and I instantly just went to Cannibal Run which just yeah, shows you my shit but he, he does a he, he at one point sprays more, possibly morphine directly into his mouth oh is the godfather at home yeah yeah get your uh, get your yeah <laughs> Joe versus the volcano what horribly underrated per- film he portrayed Detective Sergeant Phil Fish in a lot of TV, like oh, on well, Barney Miller on TV show Barney Miller. Yeah, but it's so, so that would explain why he'd be in the Fish TV show because he'd be playing Phil Fish. But also, yeah, but how many episodes was he in it? Because it's going to be one of those ones where you go like three hundred. Well, it was just um, from nineteen seventy-five to seventy-seven to fifty. Oh, and it's a spin-off TV show called Fish. Oh, well, there you go. So it's not a Fish TV show, their TV show. It's Fish TV show. 
the fish TV show that's about the character called Phil Fish. Okay. Not PHIS. One more thing. Are, are you on IMDb, I think? No, I'm on uh, wikipedia.org. And how is Fish spelled? Like Fish the band? or like? Fish? No, the TV show was Fish, F-I-S-H. <laughs> because it was after his character, Phil Fish. Phil is spelled P-H. <laughs> so is that why Fish, P-H, Fish, is spelled that way? Because it's actually Phil Fish. It's like a, a combined the two. Oh, gee, maybe. <laughs> Harris, what, why don't you tell us this stuff? That's more interesting than the music. Okay, so they're referencing a TV show that ran... 75 to 77. Yeah, yeah. For one full season and one 13-episode season. 35 episodes over a period of a year and they're <laughs> referencing it in... <laughs> They're referencing it in a song that yeah. came out 35 years later. <laughs> <laughs> Do we think at any point anyone has seen this? Well, they have. <laughs> it's probably, they've probably repeated a lot on weird channels there. It's like, they could, how old's Buddy uh, Gilligan's Island? Yeah, they've all seen it, all those damn Americans. Yeah, weird, because I've never seen it in this country. I, no, I've never seen it in this country, but I've seen five or six episodes when I was on holiday once. In I America? purposely got up early to watch them, because I thought, well, while I'm here, make the best of it. Wow. But even I got annoyed with the later series when they stopped naming them all in the opening song and just called and, and the rest. Fuck you, you named them the first couple of seasons. What the fuck's this? Contract I, negotiation. I thought they, uh, they mixed it up. I thought it was different. So, yeah. I don't know, because I've never watched it. Yeah, but they're still alive. We fell down a rabbit hole and we need to get out. But he's still alive, that's quite impressive. What's he going to be, like a thousand? Ninety-four. Okay, so that's, pretty, that's, that's almost the same. I would put him on my Deadpool list, but I don't want him to die because I really like him and stuff. Yeah, anyway. Right, where were we? Track two. <laughs> I don't think we finished track one, to be well, honest. Well, I was still waiting for you to say any notes whatsoever about it, but you never did. Well, no, because we went... Oh, it's not like I said nothing. Uh, anyway, I don't think you said anything I about did. it. I did, I read my nothing. What did you say? Read it again. Like the whole, you making me listen to stuff and staring at me, expect me to get deeper meanings. And... That's not a note about this song, that's just how I treat you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this is about, this is an intervention. <laughs> so what you're saying is you have no comment on this track at all? Other than you came, you know, don't get me wrong, when I'm talking about being covered in petrol and set on fire <laughs> listening to Robin Thicke, I think that counts. Well, I think one of my notes here is that, as I say, York apparently re- regrets not releasing it as a single. I regret listening to it at all. Harsh. But as I say, on further listenings, I actually ended up going, eh, it's fine. But not, yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, it's kind of. Considering this is 2000, I think it's relatively ahead of its time for, like, sort of. What well, I mean, feels like. It's well, almost a progression from OK Computer, considering that I'm saying it's completely different. Well, I think, I mean, it's, it's, it's taken like a digital sort of concept, <laughs> and it's taken the idea of a band, and it's mashed them together so it sounds like a, 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 a broken TV or a, a computer monitor. Yeah. Um, and at no point is that supposed to sound bad, because I think I really love this track. <laughs> 
I was looking at my plays on my laptop, and this album has been listened to 18 times on my laptop. And that's impressive when you consider that I don't really listen to music on my laptop. (laughs) Though I don't own this record yet. Yet. But I haven't seen it anywhere. For a reasonable price. Mm. On Amazon, it's like £27. And no offence to £27 for this relatively short record. You can get fucked. There's much better records I could buy with £27. Fair enough. And they all come first. We won't track to you then? Yeah, no, on you go. We are on a clock, I just never looked at it. Is the title track Kid A? Mm-hmm. Mm. I wonder if it would sound better if I played it at the same time. Can we try that? <laughs> I'm slightly out of sync. Oh, I'm slightly out of sync. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I'm gonna literally start playing it in a second. Just, we'll, we'll just we'll just go for it. I was gonna skip ahead of it. Okay, well I'm, I'm I I will copy you, but without asking where you are. So let's go. Oh. <laughs> you mix up a bit now. Right, okay. Yeah, see, it's. It just helped me prove my point. This is just a noise, a mess of sounds. Um, it sounds when I. Uh, it sounds like when I use node beat. <laughs> my first note is just, what is this garbage? <laughs> Come out swinging, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> you should have stuck with these writers' block. Um. I've also been a five-year-old with a drum machine and a distorted speaking spell could make this. Or... I'd actually listen to that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> if it was a five-year-old, it's like, yeah, what place? One of the stylophones with the distortion thing. Damn, no, I've got two of them in yeah. my kitchen cupboards. <laughs> there, you, there you go. They could, they could definitely make something better than this. <laughs> I, I hated this one. Um, this is the easily the, the hardest to like, right? Mm. Um, and I think the problem I have with it is the extreme way they've processed the vocals right even if you ignore it being vocals and you had it just as an instrument because Mm. of the amount of treble in it it actually made my ears hurt because of my horribly sensitive tinnitus (laughs) it was just Garbage. Cool. Yeah. I um, I literally. Um, no, I have nothing but praise other than for the vocals. No. Um, but you know, it's like um, I don't know. It's, it's the I, I think it was the ambience in that track I really liked because it's kind of it's it gave me a, a a Brian Eno feel but with the drum backing behind it. Yeah. I like, I like, and anyway, we're about to get to the good <clears throat> shit. Once the uh, national anthem kicks in, I'm like the happiest man alive. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, 
The National Anthem, track three. Mm. See, now this sounds more Radiohead straight away. Yes, because there's an instrument on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's bass. Yeah, it sounds like someone. What? As I yeah, again, people can check out the Wikipedia page, but this song was actually written when they were still in school, but mm. never. And then obviously just put through the production style of it on. Okay, I'm going to pause on there just now. Um, I'll go here, 1 minute 40 of build of building, only to be utterly disappointed. So maybe she get to the 140 mark and we'll find out <laughs> how I was disappointed. Well, I guarantee it's going to be the David Byrne style horn section, which I loved, surely. Well, I've got a next note here, it's like, oh, trumpet. Seems unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> right, one, I'm at 1 minute 30, let's give it 9 seconds and see how I became disappointed and disillusioned. But my notes, but even then, it's, even then, it's, oh no, oh no, don't start again. No, <laughs> um, I'll say that that was always the sound of you completely erasing your phone as well. Boom, goodbye. Well, yeah, but it, it, this is just after the terminals things. I'm like, it's just all adding to the noise and making it unlistenable. And I've still two minutes to go. So let's go to three fifty. Because that's two minutes to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've played for you the the same music I make is strong, but I've played that weird ambient music I've made, right? I've yeah. even released some on previous podcasts around Christmas. Yeah. I'm sure there was a Christmas podcast last year where there was a, I want to say like a 10 minute track that sounds like you're just trapped out in a howling gale, which is all created through like just mm. old synthesizers. Um, oh, that's a lie. Fake synthesizers, uh, obviously on my phones and stuff like that, because I couldn't afford a synthesizer. My ears ringing weird. Yeah. It's really hurting my head. I don't know no. where it's from. There's something painful in there. I might have to take the guitar out. I think there's something vibrating into my brain. That's when I was in my flu and I was coughing in my bedroom. <coughs> here was it bouncing back at me. Up. Yeah. Um, okay, let's um, three forty. It's close. I can get three fifty. Let's just find out at the two minute to go mark what shit I was listening to. Oh, there we are. Honestly, like by that point, I feel like they hired uh, Angelo Badalamenti to come along with his uh, composed brass section. He's trained ferrets. To crawl over the brass and blow <laughs> into the end. Don't need a mute, we've got a ferret. I, 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 I knew this when I wrote these notes, but I knew I could never read any of them to you. <laughs> Which is why I'm not really bothering. Uh, because they are potentials. <laughs> <laughs> Any samples? Oh um, yeah, yeah. Um, it's the perfect integration of the self as an instrument or tool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, oh. I, I, I picked the worst sentence I've ever I, I've written straight out of there for you always start out as bad as you can and then once you get better it's fun I did obviously <coughs> I've already mentioned the David Byrne connection mm. um, and the first time I was listening to it um, I was adamant it was an, no the second time I was listening to it I was adamant it was an instrumental forgetting all of the lyrics yeah. <laughs> because they're so yeah, you know because of how his vo- voice is put into this album which probably then explains that horribly pre- uh, pretentious secondary name <laughs> <laughs> oh also I have described it with two ellipses as perfection I could disagree but there's something completely different well I, I like it when we disagree Oh. And track four. That's what makes us uh, shut up, little man, for the twenty-first century. Are they? I thought somebody did a remaster or something because I've been trying to listen mm-hmm. and yet I, uh, noises. And yet I heard one version and they were like clear as anything, but I only got a couple of sample tracks. But then I couldn't find the whole thing. I think. I- so later on they get clearer because the guy who's recording them goes so insane he digs a hole into his wall to get closer to them fair enough oh maybe that's one different and so it's just later on because some are crystal clear and others are they are officially classed as field recordings Mm. like they're animals or something (laughs) 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 oh Um, yeah track four let's go how to disappear completely Mm. Mm. it takes a while to get started yeah but then it's not like yeah again because it seems like uh, they were listening to too many ambient records like you know from like the 90s like I you know the complete ambient works by like Aphex Twin and stuff like that and like Ball to Canada and sort of like it's not like it takes a while to get started I don't think the point was ever to get started it's no. just to be there just to be present almost I'm going to skip ahead a little on this one and just you even listen to the Adam Buxton pro- podcast no um, when he's talking about how Eno invented ambient music so, so it pretty much sums it up right he was bedridden a friend came by, asked if he wanted to put a record on before he, uh, b- before they left. He was like, yeah, if you don't mind. They picked a piece of uh, medieval uh, harp music, because of course he had that in his house. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't he? Yeah. Old Sal plus himself. <laughs> All right. um, and she, she put it on and she left. But the music wasn't loud enough for him to hear, and it wasn't quiet enough to ignore and it was raining outside and the two combined created ambient music for him because at first he was as he put it um, he, 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 he was incensed and he wanted to do something but he couldn't move so he just dealt with it and eventually he learned to love it I assume this entire story takes place over a period of less than 30 minutes because it's a record <laughs> that I'm talking about here. <laughs> he couldn't get up to turn it over and there was no one else in the house so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
one of the automatic turning ones. It, it might have, get... yeah, it might have taken it back to the beginning, but I don't think it started again with it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, how did it disappear completely? Yeah. What do you what are you saying? I just there's nothing there. <laughs> he didn't have to disappear because he's gone already up his own arse. Um, you, re- you realize there's more than one person in Radiohead. Right? Yeah, no, but um, he's the front man, so he is the figurehead sort of thing. He's getting the brunt of my. Head. I don't know if that's true anymore, right? I mean, I don't even know if it's true in two thousand because when you look at like what Johnny Greenwood has done I was about to say like, the only other one I can name is Johnny Greenwood and I'm not even too sure why I can name him because he's now as well as still being in Radiohead uh, an Oscar nominated film composer um, he was the I don't know what the title was but he basically ran the music department for the BBC for a few years mm. um, Phil Selway has been releasing uh, solo music and that's really cool um yeah. yeah. The other Greenwood. <laughs> <laughs> Colin. I've got here um, about three minutes in annoying electronic shite. So I've got it at three minutes and two seconds. On you go. I mean, I'm pretty sure this whole album could be described that way. That's what you hated. The arpeggiated guitar. I mean, yeah. like, the arpeggiated synth thing in the back. Yeah. That's... How can that? I don't even understand how that could be offensive. I mean, no, it, it blends in with everything else. Um, I've got here. It almost gets good in around the last minute. Almost gets good. I prefer your notes much more than mine. Uh, let's see. Let's around the last. Here's. I'm exactly on one minute to go. Let's find out how it almost gets good. Possibly because they stop fucking about, in my opinion. Are you saying those violins aren't fucking about? Because um, I, I I don't understand when you when when I don't even know how to word it. When music's not doing anything normal for you, if if it's fucking about, yeah. Those violins, if the way I see how you're looking at it, are fucking about. <laughs> 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 my final note on this one is on re-listening this isn't that bad but it's still uh, it's still bad the, the, my notes on this one are quite nice in that they have nothing to do with the song at all oh. uh, but it's, it's a fair point right in 97 I was having a bad time right and it was pretty much all soundtrack by OK Computer mm. and in 2007 I had a very hard time not as hard as 2008, but, you know, if only you could see the future. And that was pretty much all soundtracked by In Rainbows. Mm-hmm. I don't know what would have happened if in 2000 I had discovered this record. I assume I would never have heard In Rainbows because I would be dead. Okay. Um, not because this music would make me commit suicide, but because fate has a funny way whenever I fall in love with a Radiohead album of uh, being really shitty around that time. Mm. So, but this one's uh, it's too late it's too late for you kid eh? <laughs> uh, in your face yeah because I somehow didn't bother listening to you until 15 <laughs> years after the fact <sighs> um, hey look at that 
I actually worded it a lot better on the here than I did uh, there. Mm. Which is, I really hope that I listen to Radiohead uh, when times are bad and, no, and it's not the Radiohead that makes times bad. <laughs> <laughs> Tom York is a sorcerer. <laughs> Infecting people with his... Uh, I'm, I'm throwing this out nice and early. I have three words written for the next song, which oh. is merely ambient Eno love, the end. Oh. Uh, well, I, mine starts out with the very similar word, and the, I, I, well, exactly the exactly same word, ambient. Mm-hmm. But I won't tell you the rest. There's a few more than three words. Let's have a quick, ish listen. Let's have a quick listen further along. Oh, never mind. It's like a horror film. Someone's sneaking down a corridor, coming for you. No, it's. Oh, that's nice than that. It's too nice. No, but the second part, right, as you came in with that note, the chord change is actually a lot nicer than that. I can't even verse listening to Um, My only notes were ambient nothingness made me forget I was listening to a big pile of shite. No, that's a good thing. It's probably your favourite track. um, I let you go back, (laughs) weirdly enough, re listening to this this morning even though I was really quite horrible about it but um, How to Disappear Completely seems to be my favourite track on the album and yet if you just go back a minute mm-hmm. I was really quite horrible about it and yet it seems to be to be the best thing on there and yet I hated it <sighs> it's not I, uh, no, just okay I'm being quite harsh on this album it is not the worst thing we've listened to obviously in my opinion and it's not the best thing I just it's just not for me exactly See? what's worse than this Robert Thicke's got to be worse than this. <laughs> but that can't be worse like for what you don't like about it it can't be worse musically right uh, because he didn't have hardly any yeah true it was uh, uh, I think my biggest problem with that album is the backing singers. It's always that that creeps in my mind. Well, the thing is, when um, I think of those backing singers, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was a backing singer and they recorded her 50 well, times uh, and then put her through a synthesizer or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was it? What's worse than this? No, no, no. Well, what I'm saying is, you're saying that Robin Thicke is worse than Kid A, right? Yeah. Which is. 1000% true it's yeah. fine right but what I'm saying is you're looking at Kid A musically yeah. Kid A has to well, it, from how you're describing it to me it has to be worse musically than Robin Thicke because no you know like well, musically from the stuff we listened to uh-huh. this technically has to be the best because the rest of them didn't so much as pick up a fucking instrument yeah they haven't tried yeah mm-hmm. Um, so yeah so musically it's the best but in my opinion of the stuff we've listened to mm-hmm. just as in can, yeah, yeah. music in general uh, just, that's I, cool there's, there's things that I'd rather listen to that we've already listened to not I've, you know what I like about yeah. this record it's really forcing you to to, to, to go deep inside yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know why I've been so depressed last week <laughs> It's true. Oh my god! Rainbow, you've infected me with your radio head. <laughs> but uh, oh, let's move on to optimistic, right? 
Because one, <laughs> it, 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 it's probably the most, it's the closest thing you've got to a normal sun on this record, right? Yeah. I'm pretty Let's sure. have a quick listen. I'll fish my notes about this. Yeah? Yeah. I think I need to stop listening to anything to do with fish. Because <laughs> I'm obsessed with a terrible band. You really know that, right? Lots of people like fish. It's just not for... They're not for me, but I think no. it's... When they get a nice jam on, old fish, they're not that bad. <clears throat> it's, but all of those lyrics are terrible. Well, actually, you hear, um, <clears throat> See, most of it, like, when you hear, you know, live stuff, uh-huh. it's always, it's, again, the better stuff they do is covers of things. Mm-hmm. And I think one of my problems with them, I, I said, this was, this was actually all right. Um, I say it sounded more like I thought Radiohead sound. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually in my like notes here. I say after I listened to it again this morning, I really think that Hate is very completely mm-hmm. kind of better than this. But when I wrote my notes, I say this is a high point in the album. Um, but it says it's still. <laughs> Galley says uh, still lacking something. Needs a bigger, louder, faster section. Imagine Fish did a cover of this and then just started jamming in the middle. Just again, all of a sudden, just went off on one. And I think there's a point when I was listening to it. It was about a minute or so from the end, where there's a kind of slow bit, mm-hmm. and then really sort of kicked back in. But I thought that's the point where Fish would just go off on one for twenty minutes, and it'd probably be fucking great. Fish covering your head. <laughs> I can't even fathom it. Yeah, do their new, uh, their new Year show where they just do an entire album. Why yeah. they did they do OK um, Kitty? I just want to go to that. It's so bad. Why did they do OK Computer? I don't know. That seems too much. Back to back. One game, first night OK Computer, second night Kitty. I thought you were talking about because they could do the, uh, the the 0110 playlist that's on the internet. You see that bullshit? Mm. Uh, what a waste of someone's fucking life. They came up with this cons- not a conspiracy. Mm. I'll put, I, also, there is talk that... <laughs> I mean, there's a quote from him directly saying uh, from Tom York, it's about time someone got that, but I'm pretty sure he was fucking with them just because just he's secretly quite funny. Mm. Um, <laughs> deep down. <laughs> but, yeah, have you heard that? There's a, a one ten playlist... It's where you take OK Computer and you take In Rainbows. Both albums that needs to be pointed out have ten word titles, mm-hmm. and the first one has two words that eight, uh, two letters that eight, and the second one has two letters than eight. And they are com- they are secretly one mega album separated by ten years. And you play track one of OK Computer, then track one of uh, In Rainbows and you go back and forth until Fit are Happier and then you go the other way okay <laughs> and people are like look at all the convergences look at how it all melds together but it's just the Seags from the end of a song mm-hmm. by this band all have a certain vibe and they always play at a certain speed it's not like they're gonna go this is a really fast one this is a really slow one 
So yeah, it works well together, but not as well as the album. But whoever thought, honestly, there's a lot. There's a there's an article on Nerdist about it. Mm. I reckon whoever made that documentary about what was it Room Two Three Seven, but that guy who had all the conspiracy theories on The Shining, yeah, make a good one on this because it's it's fucking madness. It's also really long. I was like, I'll give it a yeah. shot, see what they're talking about. To give up, I didn't have to give up. I mean, I like both albums, but yeah. like, it makes the epic by the end of it look fucking like an EP. Exactly, just like ugh. It's probably only two hours long, but you know, yeah. I've got better things to do in my life than lie on a couch and listen to a record I've heard a thousand times. Anyway, I really went off on my note. Oh, optimistic, yeah. yeah. Um, closest thing to a normal song. Yeah. Second best track on the album after National Anthem, which is my favourite track on the album. Mm. You're in top for you. I know. No how wrong. <laughs> <laughs> And this is where oh, I stuck. I just no, sorry. I just looked ahead and realised that fish come into my notes for uh, the next track as well. <laughs> I need to get out more. So yeah, we're moving on to in limbo. Yeah, um, let's push play on that. Synthy Mellotron thing they found. Do you reckon uh, Fish were playing that? That little piano well, part at the very beginning? See, because it's this one, there's no, there's no gap between the songs in this one, it's straight mm. into this one. Yeah. And I, in here, I was just like, yeah, continue straight on from last record. And it's not weird sort of bit in front. I was like, yeah, shit, I thought for a second Fish had shown up because of that freaking sort of noodling they decided mm. to do at the start. No, it's, it almost seemed like they didn't know which direction to go and were waiting for somebody to go, oh, this is what we'll do, and eventually somebody decided. <laughs> uh, and I, was, I said this entire track, this is probably what limbo feels like, frustratingly banal. Harsh. Yeah. <sighs> I, 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 I disagree with you completely but you know I don't, I don't really <laughs> have much to say on this one because it gets to a point where defend your favourite song because I've now decided this is your favourite song it's, it's not it and makes me feel like I'm levitating anytime I listen to it which is weird okay don't you ever get that when you're like listening to say Seeger Ross or something like that and a particularly powerful bit comes along if you're like just chilling I find if I'm walking along uh, and I know where I'm going like in public I'll just close my eyes and listen to music and I, it'll sweep me up literally ooh the neighbours are fighting shut up little man <laughs> I will kill you from a sitting position you fucking queer cocksucker <laughs> <laughs> I still so right? you sucked it at a weird angle <laughs> I've listened to so much of that fucking stuff mm -hmm. and it still appears to be that once that guy is drunk enough they're just like lovers yeah. and then they spend the rest of the day him living in like denial <laughs> with himself yeah. screaming about how he hates his gay friend and they've lived together their entire lives yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's so fucking strange. You keep calling me a cocksucker. It was your cock I was sucking. <laughs> and yes, cult it was a queer, queer. a queer angle. You put it through the door. <laughs> I want to look at you while you're doing it. That makes me gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're both monstrous in their own way, then. Yeah. I was hanging with Tony. <laughs> and... <laughs> Also, is Tony a fictional character? Does he ever turn up? Because all they, they only talk about one person, those two. And it's Tony. And I don't know. They're imaginary friends. <laughs> they just really, really like Frosties. They're <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Um, they've stopped screaming at each other now, so we could probably continue, because I really just went sideways because of that. No. Um, track 8. Idiotique. Um, <laughs> Idiotech. Yeah. Idiotech. Um, okay, play. That's the one when I can just picture him in that whole. You know, Tom Hartley's dancing, but they put in like a baseball bat, yeah, yeah. racket or something. So I picture when I listen to this. You see the one where he's got two guns and he's shooting Justin Bieber? Yeah. That's nice. Uh, let's skip ahead a bit, Matthew. But. You, pr- you, you pretty much cracked my notes then. Oh. Because that's. I want to say that. Oh no, that's from his rainbows. I thought it was from his solo stuff. Because I, I, it really feels to me this is the when he got the inspiration for how he was going to do his solo stuff. Mm. With like minimal beats and like. Yeah, it feels like something off the Eraser, which is the <laughs> Tommy Oak song. My opening notes are not meant to sound sort of, well, I suppose they are meant to sound belittling or whatever, but I just put, based on a drum loop made by Johnny. Good for Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Where did you get this information? <laughs> Wikipedia. Apparently he turned up with some sort of drum loop and said, I've been working this for ages, can we use this in something? And he told me, about, anyway, whatever. And then they just fucked about with it until that happened. Um, and my also, <laughs> I looked up, I was looking to get a bit more information on him. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently he also plays the glockenspiel. And I feel that's a missed opportunity as this album definitely could have used some glockenspiel. They could have got, um, 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 it's gone. Who was Game Master again? <laughs> <laughs> Patrick. Patrick Moore? Moore, yeah. Yeah, he played Glockenspiel, right? Yeah, he did. He used one eye. He one was kind of half close holding that. No, no, he used one eye to actually hit the thing. thing. He, put, he put his eye on the stick. On the stick. Which is why <laughs> yeah, so you could see what they're eating on them so he was hitting the right one. In those later Game Masters, they really fucked with Patrick Moore because they covered that one eye up with a big monocle. Big monocle. As if to go, you fucking freaky face. <laughs> Dexter Fletcher refuses to look at you. That's oh, what Dominic Diamond. This was of that thing with him sitting there and the guy, kid going, I need extra lives on Sonic the Hedgehog. And he's like, we're going to fucking lie. <laughs> what the fuck's a Sonic Hedgehog? Dominic Diamonds. Do you reckon he was the uh, worst export from Scotland ever? I mean. <laughs> oh, what? Craig Ferguson's got to be up there. 
He made millions though, right? He had that late night talk show for years. I didn't realise he'd gone there. I don't know why he's just... I remember as a ute seeing him in an episode of Ramsey Nesbitt, then all of a sudden he seems to be I remember seeing him crop up in a few episodes of Red Dwarf, and even before I got to the point where I fucking hate Red Dwarf, Mm -hmm. he was always the worst thing about it. Which is saying something, because Craig Charles isn't fucking that, and he's a terrible human being. He was accused of being a terrible human being. He just seems to be a dick, though. He just seems to be a complete arsehole. Yeah, but he's not like, you know, he's not he's not Dave Lee Travis bad. He's not Bill Cosby bad. No. no. They're playing a different sport, and that but sport the, is gross. <laughs> I think the worst thing about them is not the fact that they raped a lot of women. <laughs> well, you've got to be careful now. You're, on, you're, on, uh, you're being recovered. Alleged, allegedly raped all those women. It's the fact that they managed to pull the wool over people's eyes for so many years. Well, it's not... I think that's right. especially Cosby. Cosby's the worst of the lot. Well, in this country, obviously, Savile's the worst. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but globally, Cosby's worst. Well, no, the problem with Cosby, right, is that people would look at him like the ultimate dad, right? Like the yeah. America's dad. You never looked at Jimmy Savile that way. <laughs> Jimmy Savile always looks like a fucking freak who would rape yeah. him. <laughs> the rapey uncle. The rapey scarecrow man. If you if you remade uh, if you did a porn parody of Where's or Gubbage, <laughs> you pretty much got Jimmy Savile as the, the lead. Oh, it's, it's Gubbage scared the shit out of me as a kid. Not as much as if his no, nose was in your anus. Oh, when <laughs> he swapped heads, it was like oh fuck! I, I, I oh, couldn't be in the room when he did that. I did like, getting out of this horrible water yeah. thing. Have you noticed how? Sean Pertwee now has his father's eyes. And his pocket at all times. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just so <laughs> fucked up. In a jar. Saw an episode of Gotham and went, mm. he literally, if you just put tape around the rest of the screen, <laughs> look, it looks like like John Pertwee's looking back at me. No. And, and no offence to where Gotham's going, but it might be a good idea to put tape over the rest of the screen to be fun. Lucky I point. still haven't watched episode two and things yet. So mm-hmm. Watch Age of the Shield though. Mm-hmm. Very good. Right. Is uh, Simmons going to have powers then or what? Yeah, she just went to a moon. Uh, but for six months and she survived. Okay, she's got... She, I thought she was living on mud. And she's got badass sort of carving a stick into a sharp object skills. She probably just chewed it. But I just think... She was living on that wood. Yeah, but I just wouldn't be surprised it turns out she's... Well, what was hunting her, right? Because something was hunting her. Because she got, she got. There's yeah. that bit at the end, right? God, this is a sidetrack. But there's a there's that bit at the end of the first episode where she digs a hole to get mud to put over a cup. Yeah. And I assume it's because like something's chasing her, like a not like oh, a dog, can, yeah. but you know what I mean. <clears throat> Smeller. Yeah. You had no hint at any point that anything else is on that planet. Mm. Depends which planet it was, or yeah. well, you've already seen it, right? There's that episode yeah. where mm. in the first season, second season. I'll get back to you. Sorry, yeah. podcast listeners. <laughs> but there's one where someone's telling a story of the blue dude, and I'm sure for a second it goes to a planet that has mm. the same sort of look. Mm. Like you haven't seen it in the uh, the, the, the film universe, but you haven't seen it in the TV. At one point, I like to think it was uh, the Thor, the Dark World planet, but it's not. Mm. It's been someone's already poo pooed that. I suppose because 
Because wouldn't that been great if she got back by running into that cave and then ended up in that tower block in London? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 no offence, Thor, the Dark World. Now I think about it, you were bollocks. I actually watched it recently. It's, it's, not, it's better than the first one. That wouldn't be hard. No. The more I... <laughs> considering how much I like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. now... It's yeah. a very important thing <laughs> because I want to say for four months I went this episode was better than last week's but it's not it's not a lot <laughs> until all of a sudden it, it tipped over into okay now it's eight yeah. and you forgave it for all its past you know <laughs> degra- uh, sort of mistakes um, um but the movies I watch in the cinema and I never watch them again the only one I want to see is Guardians of the Galaxy and I think that's the same as mm-hmm. everyone because every time I've looked to buy it it's 20 quid on DVD or, or like Blu-ray mm-hmm. and that can go fuck itself fair enough yeah again <laughs> tenor right there I'll be boom, in like Flynn if that was a tenor and Iron mm-hmm. Man 3 was a tenor I'd buy them both and considering everyone apart from you and me say Iron Man 3 is the worst it's film the, it's the fucking best Iron Man it's yeah yeah it's up there with the best of the Marvel movies it's yeah can people and it's almost standalone yeah. you know what I mean it's uh, perfect it's great people are different yeah. it's also it's got a kid actor in it as well that didn't fucking suck he did in <laughs> Insidious though I've never watched Insidious but he was good in that and that's that's what I'm watching them in. It's also, like, wasn't he the kid in Jurassic World? Actually, he may have been. Mm. Well, he looked a hell of a lot like him. Mm. Yeah. Hey, well, good, well done, kid there actor. You go. Oh, yeah, good for you. The other kid actor in that bloody movie, I was sitting at work going, Who is this guy? Right? He's not, he doesn't work with me. And no. in the canteen, there was a TV on, right? And it was showing a, an awful sitcom. Because they leave it on E4 24 hours a day. <laughs> so I got a seat, and uh, this is a sitcom Melissa and Joey, right? Yeah. Have I told you about this nightmare? Which is Melissa Joan Hart mm. and Joey Lawrence, the kid who said whoa in Blossom. Yeah. <laughs> That's, right? I don't think of anything else who's in. No. Right? And I want to say Melissa Joan Hart's kid in it. It's played by the oh. older boy in Jurassic World. So I went, well, you've oh. come a long way, mate, because this, this TV show is dog shit. And then horror of horrors, you know, at the end, you oh. see what year it was made. What year was it made? Last year. Oh. So he's actually making it at the same time he's making Jurassic World. He's basically the male equivalent of Megan Fox when she was in those Transformer films while making Hope and Faith on ABC One. Mm. <laughs> Except he seems like a better actor. Whatever happened to Six from Blossom? She was quite attractive. She rejoined the Borg. That's seven of nine. Ah, okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, first I, I really got on Twitter. I was re- I'm really quite annoyed that the uh, Hallmark do not send that Christmas decoration with Spock and Kirk um, overseas. It's a limited US thing. Only they do every year different ones there was no Huru one last year so not only do Hallmark do it every year mm-hmm. every year it's Star Trek oh it's a Star there's, they do other ones there's other things but the Star Trek one they do a different one each year for Star Trek why because they just always have but what's it got to do with Christmas 
the Americans will buy it. <laughs> Americans will buy anything. I, 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 I bought that one. As a one-off, I thought that was quite fun. But now I'm actually disgusted. <laughs> I also didn't realise it was made by Hallmark. Yeah. It's got set it's a link. their official account. website, but they, 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 won't, they won't sell it overseas. And by not overseas, they won't even sell it to Canada. US. We don't cross no stinking borders. Yeah. I was like, fuck. If they did sell it to Canada, would you have got it delivered to someone in Canada? No, well, could they not get it delivered to some random Marriott could and they could then send it to me? Send a DM to Eric Siska and go, do us a favour, mate. <laughs> yeah. You know, I know it's a lot of hassle. But, but you know. Again, I did buy that commentary I, and then never listened to it. So. I bought the world's best t shirt from a guy in uh, uh, Brooklyn recently. Um, and then realised after I bought it that none of them are made and he's going to wait until he has enough orders in. So it's like a pre order. Yeah. Like, some motherfucker better buy this. I want it before Christmas and <laughs> it's amazing. Gonna have to wait and see. Oh. Anyway. I'll put it this way: if we ever do a new picture which actually yeah. has ourselves on it for this podcast, I'm wearing that t-shirt and that picture because it is great. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the time. Um, yes, back yeah. on track to morning bells. Track nine, morning bell. Which I've only got two words <laughs> written for it, which um. says "real drums." Uh, well, <laughs> funnily enough, I mentioned drums here as well. Alright. Let's get out of it because we're. Oh, something's happening. Let's get out of it. Come on, throw your, throw your hatred at it because we everyone can already tell who's listening that I love this. Album. Yeah, but I'm like their overuse of drum machines is really starting to grate. I don't think that is a drum machine. I think for one of the, it's one of the first times that no, I think I, a real drum is no, being used. I really, I no, it's definitely you can tell. Look, let's go back to the start on that one. You can tell. I'm not saying they didn't loop it. I'm saying no. they recorded a real drum. But no, it's, possibly. Mm-hmm. But, That's a machine. Yeah, boom, turn it and cut. And then they took that and they looped it over and over again. Uh, oh, this one. And anyway, good. that's the entire concept that, of this album that I keep saying it is yeah. the integration of man and technology. Oh. And, I'll say what? and no. we can't exactly say it's a lie because every time I see you, right, yeah. and it's not for any reasons because we do it like this. Uh, you're literally holding an iPad and an iPhone, one at each hand. This is what I do. Showing <laughs> that technology has just done that to oh. me. And I can't talk because obviously I have my phone out because I wrote my notes on them. Yeah. Well, that's why I've got, we're normally doing this. And, uh, no, no, I was joking. But yeah, I do I always saying. have my iPad next to me and my iPhone. But and I'm normally got the laptop open next to me. That's what I'm well. saying. In your house. And the Xbox. Next to you. Is a mini Mac in front of you is a laptop. There is an iPad that you are always on. Your phone is next to you. Across the room is an Xbox. Possibly your PS4 is in there. Or three. No, it's upstairs. PS3 is upstairs. Xbox 360 is okay. over there as well. Okay, so you got two Xbox and like a 50 inch TV screen. Stop proving your point. <laughs> <laughs> You're invalidating my argument. <laughs> <laughs> 
That helps for moving on to uh, motion picture soundtrack. Yes, um, if I'm ready to play it, which I am not. I am now. supposed to be a hidden track it's technically classed as an untitled bonus track and yet it is approximately six seconds of yeah yeah well it comes back right and uh, in my notes it's um um is the piece or pieces at the end of this album a hidden track or uh, or 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 coda to motion picture picture soundtrack um it's strange. The whole album has felt kind of inventive, or like left field, or like they're trying some mm-hmm. new stuff. That by the time it's doing this, that I have no idea if it's supposed to be there. Yeah. <laughs> well, so it is, or it was classed as a bonus track, and I just—I mean, we'll skip. I'll skip my notes for that one, then we'll skip back to motion picture. And then I put the very last. Is it? Is it so you could take it in? Um, is it so? There's a break. If you put it on repeat, you know what I mean. Because mm. just think, if you had this CD on repeat, what a like repeat album. Mm. I, I think at the end you do need a break. I think you do need a minute silence before it kicks in again, oh, yeah. or you'd go insane. Okay, well my notes for the untitled bonus track was where it deserves no title, die nameless. Mm-hmm. My track, my notes for the untitled bonus track were deserves no title, die nameless. Nice. Because I, I think by this point I'm like no. Oh wasn't the bonus track and it was just that and I'm like oh, fuck you yeah, well, I, say, I, I didn't look at it as a bonus track I saw it was just a piece of like a weird tack on but I didn't understand why it yeah. existed now let's go out much bigger track let's maybe skip to the last minute or so because one of the bits of my notes here I'm not quite sure about how oh there we are so I'm playing a soul Oh, sorry. Well, my notes for that were um, the song when it starts off because it's like a, a minute of just the droning on the organ, sort of. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me when you're you're forced to go to church and you're sitting waiting while some smuggled woman plays the organ in the corner while you're waiting for shit to happen. Um, and then just later on, it's like harp. Ah, add that to the list of instruments not needed. So that trumpets. Um, I say that. Again, yeah, again, don't have the harp. You've got Johnny right there. Get his walking should be light. And he can make it harp noises. For all you know, he, uh, that could be Johnny playing the harp. He's a very yeah, talented man. Yeah, again, neglecting the glockenspiel. It's sitting in the corner, just gathering dust. 
What, he's just going to come along and play a, a, a version of Gone Daddy Gone by the Violent Fences and get away? Better than that. Harsh. <sighs> Possibly the harshest review I've ever heard of anything <laughs> is, is Glockenspiel is better than this. Oh, well. Come on then, final thoughts. It's getting late and you're... Yeah, I don't know if you're super tired or just super angry, but one of the others. <laughs> it's, it's kind of there's a mixture of things. I I hated it. It's almost unlistenable. Well, almost. In that you listen to it three times because the rules. Well, if four people listen to it again this morning, four because uh. the rules is three. I always end up the day we're going to do it sticking it on. I maybe I, but in this one I can be a bit skip happy and mm-hmm. sort of listen to bits here and there and go okay yeah remember the gist I'll be perfectly honest the next one we're going to do mm-hmm. I will admit this right now I have not listened to it three times I don't even know what the next one is uh, Plastic Beach ah and for the simple reason if you thought I hated this album uh, <laughs> I don't want to do spoilers there's a record down there. Don't show it to me, I'll smash the fuck out of it. I'll smash the fuck out of it. Because it is. I said, that's all. I, I, for me, I just didn't like it, but I can see why people did. Mm-hmm. But for me, and this is what it's all about. And yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why a critic is allowed to say what they want, because yeah. it's their own personal preference. Yeah. And my personal preference for this is that I will not listen again. Mm. But yeah, this, uh, yeah. I think I'm, uh, as you say, musically, we've not listened to anything anywhere near as good as this. Mm-hmm. Because I see everything else we've listened to, it's just been people shouting while other people played instruments in the background. Yes. Well, a lot of what we seem to have picked is. Artists, <coughs> yeah. let's call it an artist. Rather than band. Um, and then the, they hire other people to do the music, and that's not, this is one of the first bands. We've that's it was weird the other day. Um, found something that's got music going around in your head. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck's that coming from? What is that I'm thinking of? And I suddenly realised that in back of my head somewhere, I was going through the entire Kanye West album again, to the point where I thought, oh, I have to re-download that and listen again because. Yeah. I'd say musically it's a great album yeah. it's just um, mm-hmm. lyrically he's bollocks yeah but I do think if he does a good well, when he does release something next thing mm-hmm. I'll probably seek it out and have a quick listen mm-hmm. but you know, just the other day it was just in my head and I thought what the fuck is that album got in my head it was him <laughs> Kenny's uh, in your head Kenny's in my head uh, right oh, what am I doing? so final thoughts Ooh, my notes don't make any sense. I'm going to have to start thinking ahead about recommendations as well because I'm also terrible at recommendations. But um, <laughs> I haven't put anything down for this because, you know, if you haven't, listen to this. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, at the end of the day... <clears throat> in the terms of this album, mm. it's... It's definitely an album. How's that? That makes yeah. that doesn't make any sense as a gay, but like, it's cohesive and that all the tracks are linked together. But it keeps changing what it is, so you don't get bored that they all sound the same because they don't. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 
So it's not dull. There's a weird thematic link, which is so vague. I think I don't think anyone's ever created a concept album where the concept you can just it can be almost whatever you want because you don't quite know what's going on. You know, mm. my whole thing where it's like it's it's almost like analog instruments and you know humans mm-hmm. mixing with technology and you're like well that sounds like art of bollocks and yeah but that's what concept albums are they're allowed to be bollocks but do I know that for a fact no because they didn't men ever talk about it but that's what it feels like yeah. you know let's take Tom York who can definitely sing and auto-tune the fuck out of him until he can't <laughs> um but no, I found like long passages of it like really quite beautiful. I mean, I really it is my it is my cup of tea. More like my cup of coffee, I suppose, because I drink tea. <laughs> but um, you know, but I can understand that people wouldn't like it because it's it's like at times there's really no melody in it, and then they've got the whole Eno early Aphex Twin kind of you know ambience through it yeah and on top of that there's like a layer of white noise like they stole it from Trent Reznor somewhere mm. um but no this is easily in my very unspecific top 25 oh it's 25 now it's 20 or... was it 20 no yeah. no I've written it down as 25 and on my oh. list I believe it is a top 25 oh, okay. um and then I have a more specific top 5 and Right. there's five non-specific order mm-hmm. and then under that there's another five and then under that there's 15 it's like a three tiered column and it moves in and out and things can leave and new yeah. stuff can come in and this is definitely in the t- uh, the 25 and it's not in the 10 I said not top five mm-hmm. I think it's top 10 mm-hmm. uh, but I think I had to relegate things more and more because whenever I look at it the reason I can't do it is every time I look at what is in my top 25, you go, but that's not in it, but that's not in it, but that's not in it, and it becomes too annoying again. Yeah. So, as always, my, I say as always, at the time of speaking here, which is, I want to say, the 10th of October mm-hmm. uh, 2015, my top five, because I'm intrigued to say it is Remain in Light by Talking Heads, Violent Femmes by Violent Femmes, Odelay by Beck, Exo by Elliot Smith, and In Rainbows by Radiohead. Okay. That's buried in the top. <coughs> that's buried in the top. Then. And, um, oh, uh, on here, um, Kid A is in the top ten, but not mm-hmm. in the top five. Yeah. Here you go. Yay. I'm, I'm trying to look as if there's anything in my top 25 that I'd be embarrassed of like in the moment of insanity but the weirdest thing in there I suppose is the 97 eponymous blur album 98 eponymous mm-hmm. blur album. you know the yellow one yeah. it had song 2 on it which ironically was the worst song on the album yeah. but other than that that's fantastic yay alright so other business um, is there any recommendations this week? I don't know. I'm trying to think of stuff I've been listening to, but I've been only listening to stuff for this thing. Yeah. Well, me too. So, I will throw out anything extra 
Uh, no, I've got. I, I, I'm drawing a blank oh, right now. Um, now I'm still listening. Outside of this, just to, as pal- palate cleansing, I'm still listening to an awful lot of Sparks right now. Yeah. I wish that. Um, I used to have that playlist on my laptop, which is most played over a period of time, mm-hmm. and I could like have a look. But I can't think of anything I'm listening to at the minute, and I, which mm-hmm. is not well, good. When I'm not listening to the music for this, uh-huh. I'm just I'm I am weeping, getting through a hell of a lot more podcasts with this. So mm-hmm. it doesn't really help because I don't want to I don't want to recommend other podcasts. <laughs> just be listening to us. Oh, you know that's fine. I mean, I don't know. We should be able to re- recommend anything, including like yeah. TV and music. Also, I have, I finally got into listening to some of the adult read stuff that I wrote as kids. Oh yeah, which is fucking great. Sometimes really upsetting, mm-hmm. but mostly funny as hell. Yeah, yeah. And um, because it was, it was Andy Morrison used to work at the bar and um, put on tour. He goes, "Well, you need to listen to this, um, episode two hundred nine." He says, "But just go to the twenty fifth minute and listen to the last one, and it's a Christmas story about pumpkins." Mm-hmm. And the twist of that is fucking great. It's just how you fucked up with this kid. Because, um, yeah. Because oh. he went to find out what all the message of Christmas is. Mm-hmm. And so one of them goes, well, I'm going to go and find out what about Christmas. And they go, okay. And he doesn't come back. And they go outside and they find his frozen dead body. And now they know what Christmas is all about. <laughs> and then they start, they're having a meal. And then it becomes apparent they're eating their dead pumpkin son because they say at one point hand me another hand me another slice of your son <sighs> and I was like okay I have to start listening to these now it's fucking great so what is the podcast called? Uh, grown ups read things they wrote as kids that is literally what it's called yeah and it just it's about 20-25 minutes it just there's no intro just with a guy talking over the top mm. going here you go such and such was speaking about this and they travel over a place and it's like in Montreal and all sort of mm. kind of things and people go up and open mic and just read out stuff and occasionally afterwards he'll get them to phone in later on and say can you read this out can, what's it mean to you or can some of these parents were there because they kept this stuff and they went and read it out and yeah it's, it's really I, I honestly when you were talking about it thought you were talking about before they were funny no the podcast where they did something well, this is just this is just this, public yeah yeah this is uh, I but I think um Episode two hundred nine, and go to about minute twenty five, and it's good. I cannot there. find anything on that. Say it again. Grown ups. Oh, let's. Oh, hello. Oh, shit! I have to go through. Um. Oh no! No, I found grown it. Grown ups read things they wrote as kids. Yeah. No. No. Oh. Uh, also, it, it didn't when I when I wrote anything other than the word grown ups in. It did not like anything. <laughs> You say two oh nine. Yeah. Oh, but um, other than that, that's a, again, I am listening. I've just been introduced to the dollop as well. But you need the older stuff, which is all on YouTube. Half baked psycho pervert in brackets. Bamf. Uh, well, not Bamf here. No. no, I know, but that's going to be the name of my album. I'm just going to take a picture, a screenshot of that, so mm-hmm. I don't forget. <laughs> Oh yeah, so two and nine, stupid and dumb and especially ugly. Yeah, with Hamilton in brackets. Yeah, I said just. I don't even know what hormones are, Windsor. <laughs> oh, there are some. I don't know. I don't care. Sometimes it is people just going up and 
pretty much well I say reading suicide notes they wrote when they were six and things and it's really good I mean I was I was mowing the garden the other day while listening to it and halfway through mowing I'm mowing the grass I was actually just weeping because <laughs> I'm like fuck you people and your feelings <laughs> anyway um, oh that's a minute that's an hour and a half right yeah no we've got stuff to cut down but anyway yeah. yes so. so next episode is my choice unfortunately yeah what was it Plastic Gorillas Beach. Plastic Beach oh look at that you can tell how happy you are already mm-hmm. Oh, while I'm thinking, uh, check out the Will Butler Policy album because uh, it's fantastic. I might mm-hmm. even end this with uh, some of that because it sounds nothing like Radiohead. Mm. Um, so yeah, check out Plastic Beach. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Um, follow us uh, as always at Podcrastination or uh, at GD.T or RD.T. Uh, yeah, and uh, you can always send your hate to us. Yeah. at uh, oralpleasurepod at gmail.com uh, see you next week guys oh yeah and thank you for the wedding <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>